It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Hope you had a great weekend. Welcome in Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. It is Monday, November 20th. It is Thanksgiving week. Three shows this week. No show Thursday. I'm going to assume no show Friday. I don't know that. I was told the uh, KRC boys are not coming in, so I'm going to guess we're going to take a four-day weekend. It is Thanksgiving, after all. Even though it's Governor's Cup week, even though the Cats and Cards play football on Saturday, probably should have a show Friday. I probably should. I'm not going to volunteer, but I probably should. The uh, I don't look. I had a long weekend. Bowling Green, Ohio, on Friday, the uh, gear didn't work. Gear didn't work, so I had to do the Bellarmine Bowling Green game on a cell phone with Mark Bug on his cell phone, and I'm sure it didn't sound great. But uh, we made it through. Bellarmine got their first win of the year, so <sighs> it's tough. Sometimes it's tough. By the way, night's in action tonight for home opener at Freedom Hall. If you're not doing anything, I certainly suggest you come out to Freedom Hall and watch some Bellarmine Knights basketball. The Moorhead State Eagles come to Louisville to take on the Knights, who are now 1-3, 6-30 tip. Mark Bug and myself will be in the air, on the air 6-15 if you can't make it, ESPN 680 and 105.7 tonight. That's a shameless plug. Eminem Cartage Highline's open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450 if you'd like to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. There it is. I got my 32-ounce uh, fountain drink on the way here at Thornton's. It'll keep your day going apparently in the right direction, at least we hope so. All 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller, only 89 cents at Thornton's. That's right, 89 cents. Come in today. Grab a fountain drink and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. I don't know where to start. <coughs> Scooter went 6-7, and seven, <clears throat> easy for me to say, in his uh, NFL picks. That's okay. Started bad, finished well, lost last night. Uh, the six-pack was 3-3. Three and three. Uh, Old Miss let me down. How do you not beat whoever they played by more than 37 and a half? They played um, Louisiana Monroe, 37 and a half. I think they won 35 to three. Come on. Come on, Lane Kiffin. You want to score on everybody. Score on Louisiana Monroe. Clemson was my only college winner. And then two for three last night. Denver let me down late last night. Two for three in the NFL. So three and three. Tony and Big Al the Fish are stuck in neutral. Third week in a row. Their NFL locks have gone two and three. They lost two more by half a point. Half a point. That's why they call it gambling. Should I start with Indiana football? No. Tom Allen's gone, right? He's gone. Can't lose at home on senior day to Michigan State. I think his fate was sealed when they uh, lost to Illinois the week before in overtime. Uh, maybe it was sealed when 
Akron took them to four overtimes in the third game of the season. Maybe it was sealed at the end of last year. They gave him one more year. I don't know. But you can't lose at home to Michigan State. Now they go to Purdue, three and eight. Does it matter? Not really. Not really. I mean, it matters to diehard Indiana fan. It matters to diehard Purdue fan. They stink too. So Indiana football, no, not going to start there. Indiana basketball, well, look, Indiana-Louisville today. Normally, this would be a big deal, right? Indiana-Louisville playing in Madison Square Garden, 4.30 in the afternoon on a Monday. It's the consolation game of the Empire Classic. Connecticut and Texas will play in the uh, championship game at 7 o'clock on the U tonight. Um, This Louisville game, I think it's on the U. Am I right about that? As I try to look it up while you're not paying attention. Uh, yeah, ESPNU. Louisville is a eight-point underdog now. Started at six and a half. It's now eight. Uh, Louisville, sometimes, sometimes you just can't get a break. You just can't get a break. Indiana looked terrible against Connecticut in the second half, especially. Connecticut's good. I get that. Indiana's just, they are not ready for primetime. Louisville, on the other hand, that's the best game they played in two in a year plus under Kenny Payne. By far, not close. I know they beat Clemson last year, played well against Clemson at the Yum Center. I was at that game. But this is a ranked Texas team. And look, Texas may, I watched the game. Maybe Texas played into the hands that played the way Louisville wants to play. Sky Clark had 20, four of six from three point land. Every time he took a shot, I went on no. And four of the six times it went in. Is this an anomaly? Is this an outlier? Is this not going to happen again today? Because. Louisville lost 81 to 80. It took a fall away jumper at the buzzer from Max. I'm not going to say his name right. Acemas. It's not spelled anything like that. He was six of 19 from the field. He was five of 18 from the field before that shot. And he hits a fall away jumper dagger at the buzzer. And you lose 81 80. Yes, it's a step forward. But it just feels like. It's never going to go the right way. When he went up to shoot the ball, I thought it's going in. It's going in. He's not shooting well. Texas had one guy play good the whole day. Louisville's playing the best that we've seen this team. We've seen a Kenny Payne team play. So when he turned around to shoot it and was falling away, I thought immediately, karma, just the way things go for this team, for this program, this is going in. And it did. Uh, Trey White had 20 points, seven rebounds. He was he was solid. Tamar Johnson was solid. He had 14, brought energy. The team, as Jay Williams pointed out numerous times, brought energy. Jay Williams stinks, by the way. He is overtaken, in my opinion, Bill Walton as worst analyst in college basketball. There are some great ones. There are some bad ones. Bill Walton, while he's entertaining, is not, in my opinion, a good analyst. And I don't know what he's going to talk 
about now that the Pac-12 is down to the Pac-2. The Conference of Champions is now down to Washington State and Oregon State. But I can't wait to hear it for a second. Then I'll turn it off. Jay Williams, terrible. Terrible. He's stuck in the, this is what we did in my day era. Well, you know, back when I played, when a guy went to the bucket like that, you didn't let him finish. He didn't finish. He didn't get that shot off. There are no, no gimmies, no easy layups. If he's going to get a layup, he's got to earn it at the free throw line. Well, guess what? It's not your era. It's not. Uh, he said during the Louisville, Texas game, he actually said randomly out of nowhere, probably with no information. DJ Wagner could transfer from Kentucky to Louisville. Dick Weiss, um, the legendary Dick Weiss college basketball writer called him out on it on Twitter as well. Uh, he might transfer if things don't go well, he, he could, uh, transfer to Louisville. No, he's going to transfer to the NBA. That's why he's at Kentucky. That's what he's going to do. Come on, Jay. What are you doing? Awful. Just awful. Made the game hard to watch. Made me turn on a NFL game, turn the volume on that game on, turn Jay Williams down. But Tamar Johnson was good. He had 14 broad line energy. Huntley Hatfield. Probably played his best game as a Cardinal, 11 points, nine rebounds, fouled out, foul trouble the whole day. The big man got in a lot of foul trouble. Dennis Evans is going to foul. He is. He's awkward. He's a project. He's still learning how to play. He'll block some shots for you. He might block five or six shots, but he's still learning how to defend, and he's clumsy, and he clumsied his way into five fouls yesterday. Huntley Hatfield. Fouled out of that game yesterday. Uh, and when, when Huntley Hadfield went out, and I never thought I'd say this after watching him for a couple of years, but when Huntley Hadfield went out, I thought, oh, man, now they're in trouble. <laughs> never thought I'd say that. He only played 27 minutes. Dennis Evans, who started alongside Huntley Hadfield, fouled out in 13 minutes. And that meant that Shedrick, the big man from Texas, did whatever he wanted on the offensive end. 27 points, 7 rebounds, transferred in from uh, Virginia. He was the difference in the game, even though he didn't make the game-winning shot. This should be a feel-good day for Louisville. But it's only a feel-good day if you can beat Indiana. You got to beat the Hoosiers. Now, you're eight-point underdogs. If you play like you did yesterday, you're going to win this game today. You're going to win the game. Indiana bummed me out yesterday. Indiana bummed me out. Um, it started okay, I guess. You know, we don't have a cough button in the studio, Gary. You know that, right? Hmm. I'll get right on it. <laughs> yeah. Can you uh, tie, tie some wires together and build me a cough button? Just ring the bell. Yeah. Let me know. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I'm tapping out. Hang on. I'm tapping out. Indiana was, uh, they were good for a little while, but uh, not long enough. I mean, they, they got, got as close as seven. 
in the second half. Malik Renew had 18. I like Kalel Ware a lot. 11 points, 8 rebounds. He's active around the rim. He'll, uh, I don't know if he blocked any shots yesterday, but he'll block some shots for you. Um, uh, nope, no blocks, three turnovers. So the stat line is not exactly exciting. But he did have 11 points, eight rebounds in uh, 32 minutes. He brings energy. Galloway is an Indiana guy, Indiana type of player, 10 points. Uh, Xavier Johnson was a no-show yesterday. Uh, Mbako, Scooter can't stand Mbako. Who's your apologist, Scooter? Can't stand Mbako. He wasn't very good. Gunn gave him some decent minutes. Sparks, I don't know why he plays. Cups is always going to be a crowd favorite. One rebound, two assists. Look, Connecticut's better than them. Connecticut's ranked fifth in the country for a reason. Uh, they're good. But, man, the last 10 minutes of that game was just they can't stop us and and we're just going to score until we till the clock runs out. That's what happened. Connecticut shot uh, 44.6%. That's not bad if you're Indiana. You go, okay, 7 out of 22 from 3. We held them to that. All right. But Indiana was 37.8%, 17 of 45, 3 of 13 from the from deep. Got to shoot better today if you want to beat Louisville. It's that simple. I like Louisville today. I don't necessarily like Louisville to win this game. I like the 8 points. I don't understand why it's 8 points. It started at 6.5. Is somebody not playing for Louisville here? Because... As bad as Louisville has been, and they were bad against Maryland-Baltimore County, and they were bad in their loss, uh, their previous loss. They were bad in an exhibition game to Kentucky Wesleyan. As bad as they've been, they looked good yesterday. They looked good. They There was flow to the offense. There was energy. Those are things we hadn't seen out of this team. Hadn't seen them for a year and a half. But you got to back it up today. I think they will. I don't know if they win, but I think they back it up today. Maybe it's something about playing in Madison Square Garden. I don't know. Maybe they get excited about that. Scott Clark, look, he 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 quit on Illinois last year. There's no other way to say it. He quit on Illinois. And I hadn't seen anything, anything that made me think this is the guy this is the uh, portal guy that Kenny needed to get until yesterday. And he had tough shots, maybe bad shots. You know, if they if they didn't go in today, you'd be saying, man, Scott Clark took some bad shots. That's what you'd be saying. He took some bad shots yesterday. But they guess what? They did go in. <laughs> they did go in. He was, uh, I mentioned, four of six from three. Um, he was uh, seven of 14 from the field. Trey White was six for 12, one of three. Mike James was a no-show. The fact that they were in this game and Mike James had two points and three rebounds in 32 minutes blows my mind. Blows my mind. Um. Both teams shot in the mid-40% range. Louisville did, I guess you, 
I don't know. I don't want to say they held Texas to two of 17 from three because Texas got some good looks. They just couldn't hit anything. Louisville hit seven out of 16. That'll keep you in some games. It definitely kept them in the game yesterday. They also went to the line 31 times. There were so many fouls called in that game. I thought it was never going to end. I thought this game is going to go on forever. 4.30 today, ESPNU, Indiana, Louisville. This is a great day of college basketball, by the way. This is a great. If you just want to sit on your on your hind end on a Monday while it's raining outside, by the way, and watch college basketball, Tennessee, Syracuse at 2.30. Now, Tennessee's a big favorite. They're a double-digit favorite. Purdue and Gonzaga at 5, if you don't want to watch Indiana and Louisville at 4.30. Purdue and Gonzaga, 5 o'clock. Gonzaga's ranked 11th. Purdue's ranked number 2 in the country. Those uh, those two games are in Maui, by the way. Uh, well, I don't think they're in Maui. It's the Maui Classic. Uh, Purdue is a 5-point favorite over Gonzaga. Uh, UCLA Marquette. Well, UConn, Texas at 7. That's on the U. Texas. Uh, Texas, uh, Connecticut's a six-point favorite there. And then uh, UCLA Marquette, if you're up late, 11.30 from Maui. Marquette is a six-point favorite over Mick Cronin and the Bruins. You can also watch Kentucky. They'll be in action tonight against St. Joe's. St. Joe's, by the way, if you're wondering, well, you know, Atlantic 10 team. I remember St. Joe's, the Hawks back in the day. Phil Martelli used to be the coach. They lost to Texas A&M Commerce. That's that's probably all you need to know here. Kentucky's a 16-point favorite tonight. Um, They both destroyed Stonehill. Kentucky beat Stonehill by 34, 101-67. By the way, uh, Reed Shepard, hello, 25 points, 7 assists, 3 steals, 9 of 10 from the field, 7 of 8 from 3. That's pretty good. Rob Dillingham had 20 points, 7 assists. Reeves, 15. Trey Mitchell, 15. It's a bad team they played. I'll grant you that. Uh, St. Joe's beat them by 40 as well. But uh, Reed Shepard looked like the real deal the other night. UK St. Joe's 7 o'clock SEC Network tonight. We'll take a break. Come back. I hate to do it, Kentucky fan, but I'm going to talk college football after the break. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Jason here with AirServe, and I have an offer you can't refuse. For this month only, get a complete system installed for only $69.95. This is not a gimmick, and there are no hidden costs. That's right. Get a complete system for $69.95 installed. Hurry up and call today to set up your appointment before we are totally booked. Go to airserve.com and schedule your appointment today. Remember, stay cool, stay comfortable, stay airserve. The plumbers, pipe fitters, welders, and HVAC technicians of Local 502's commitment to excellence can be seen in our community every day. The KFC Yum Center, Ford Motor Company, and the Omni Hotel are just a few examples of their professional craftsmanship. Local 502 has been part of our community for over a century and invests over $1 million annually training skilled local workers. Members of Local 502 are your friends, neighbors, and children's coaches. For more information, go to LU502.com. Local 502, built on excellence, building a better tomorrow. 
Kratz Sporting Goods is Southern Indiana's team sports specialist and is your local Adidas team product dealer. Kratz specializes in outfitting your team, organization, club, or business in apparel, hard goods, and accessories from Adidas and many others. Kratz offers fundraising opportunities for your team, organization, or club through online web stores. Let our friendly staff get you started today by calling 812-282-5400 or visit and shop at our website at kratzsports.com. Hey there, potential golfers. Are you tired of feeling forgotten because you've never swung a club before? Well, it's time to tee up for some fun at Wooded View Golf Course, where beginners are always welcome. Don't let your lack of experience keep you in the rough. Our friendly professional staff are here to help you swing into action and turn you into the ace of clubs in no time. Wooded View Golf Course is a fair way to spend your day offering a beautifully designed course that'll have you grinning from tee to green. In 1947, Callista Smith opened his Starlight home to the insurance needs of Southern Indiana. In 75 years, we've become this area's most trusted agency. Today, our principles remain the same. Our qualified staff continues to build customer trust, providing unmatched personal service. We feature Auto Owners Insurance, an industry leader. Auto Owners stands for the best in life, home, car, and business insurance. Callista Smith Insurance, celebrating 75 years of service. Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling, serving the Kentuckiana area, specializing in residential changeouts. Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling offers free second opinions. If you get some bad news from your heating and air guy, call Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling. 812-786-0469 for a second opinion. Call Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling. Again, 812-786-0469. Here's what you missed on Kentucky Roll Call is Hall of Fame head coach John Calipari. Recruiting is the talk of the town. What message would you tell UK fans that are getting excited about an upcoming class? Well, you know, I, I think we've, you know, kids want to play here. They want to be here. They want to, uh, they understand the culture. But they know coming in what this is and what it isn't. It's about developing young people. You ready? And developing a team. It's both. And having people watch your team and say, wow, that is so enjoyable to watch. Man, they play hard and they play together. That's developing teams. The other part is developing individual players. And we've done that from John Wall to Eric Bledsoe all the way to Oscar Shibway, developing players. But you got to do both. And so all I can say is we're recruiting the best players. Kentucky Roll Call, weekdays 7 to 9 on the Big X Sports Radio. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio on this Monday. Rainy, rainy, nasty Monday. It is, uh, you know, it is getting really close to winter. College basketball is underway. NBA is underway. The in-season tournament, nobody cares. Uh, a couple of news and notes here. Jock Sutherland passed away, 95 years old. Rest in peace to the former voice of the cards with Van Vance, the analyst, Jock Sutherland. He was great. He was funny. Funny dude. He coached uh, Dirk Minifield. Uh, I forget the school. Lexington Lafayette, I want to say. They were the first team to ever lose in their district tournament and come back and win the state state title. Both district champions and runners-up go to the regionals. They lost in their district final. Uh, 
but came back to win the state championship. And uh, he was the analyst with Van Vance for years. My favorite line I ever heard from Jock Sutherland is when he said, this game is like the trunk of my car. It's a mess. And I laughed for a week and a half on that one. So uh, rest in peace to Jock Sutherland, 95. Man, that's a good run. That's a good run. Uh, college football, Auburn lost to New Mexico State 31-10 to at Auburn. And I know Auburn's not not considered very good. They got Alabama this weekend in the Iron Bowl. Um, they're, they're not ranked. They're just not good. Their former quarterback is a Heisman candidate at Oregon and Bo Nix. They paid New Mexico State $1.85 million to come to Auburn and be a sacrificial lamb, and then they lost to that, that uh, sacrificial lamb 31-10. to 10. Careful how you spend your money. All the SEC teams, not all the SEC teams, most of the SEC teams do this. Alabama played Chattanooga this weekend, um, obviously in Tuscaloosa. Didn't go well for Chattanooga, 66-10. to 10. Uh, What were some of the other ones? Ole Miss, I mentioned, beat Louisiana Monroe 35-3. Uh, I mean, they all do it. South uh, Florida State did it this weekend. By the way, Jordan Travis, whew, former Louisville commit, um, last go-round at Florida State, that was a Joe Theismann-type injury that he sustained and uh they carted him off he waved to the crowd i don't know what happens to their uh opportunity to go to the final four here to the playoff but you're look the committee's not supposed to take this into effect starting quarterback been there all year out for the season now you got a backup in there if they beat florida and Florida's down. Florida's five and six. Florida's maybe parting ways with Billy Napier at the end of the year. If they can beat Florida, and they should, and then beat Louisville in the ACC championship game, they deserve a spot at the table. They would deserve to be in the playoff. We got a lot to shake out here, though. But that was horrible to see. Florida State, by the way, was down 13 nothing to North Alabama. They won 58-13. So uh, that's what happens. Uh, SEC team, a lot of SEC teams schedule somebody the week before their rivalry game. Alabama will play Auburn next week. Ole Miss will play Mississippi State on Thanksgiving night. Uh, Who was the other one I mentioned? Florida State will play Florida. So uh, there you go. There you go. Uh, so Auburn out 1.85 million and a loss to New Mexico State. Well done, Hugh Freeze. Good job. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. All right, college football. Let's start with. Let's start with the negative. Kentucky's limping to the finish here. I remember on this program when they were five and zero. I looked at the remaining schedule and said. They could finish five and seven. Well, they're not going to finish five and seven, but they could finish six and six. In fact, there's a good chance they finish six and six. They are seven point underdogs to the 
Louisville Cardinals on Saturday. By the way, noon start on ABC. Noon start. Isn't it always? I don't know who the night game, who gets the night games. Florida, Florida State, I think, is a night game. I don't know what time Georgia and Georgia Tech play. South Carolina and Clemson. Come on. It's always noon. It feels like it's always noon. South Carolina 17, Kentucky 14. That's a bad South Carolina defense, and you scored 14 points. You scored 14 points against a terrible defense. Three turnovers to none. You caused none. Uh, Devin Leary was average at best, 17 of 35, 177 and a touchdown. How disappointing has this season, and really the last two seasons, been in Lexington. Here's John Hale, who writes, uh, used to write for the Courier-Journal, now uh, writes for the Lexington Herald-Leader, posted this. Kentucky is now 7-8 and eight since Mark Stoops signed the contract that made him the seventh highest paid coach in college football on November 11th, 2022. Kyle Tucker, writes for Kentucky football for The Athletic, tweeted out, this is not $9 million worth of coaching, period. Well, yeah, they're right. They're right. And Stoops voiced his disappointment after the game. But Kentucky fans don't want to hear this. They don't want to hear it. And I've said on this program numerous times, you're Kentucky. You're in the Southeastern Conference. Texas and Oklahoma are coming in next year, by the way. Take your six and six. Take your seven and fives. Be happy with it. But fan bases are never happy with that. They're just not. Let's uh, let's veer here. Let's go to the uh, Eminem Cartage Hotline. David, how are you on this Monday? Yeah, thanks for taking my call, John. Absolutely. I'll tell you what uh, the University of Louisville and what uh, they've done this year under Jeff Brom and football has really been. I mean, just just a job that just I don't know. Jeff Brom, he he is no he he knows how to get it done, doesn't he? Coach of the year. I, I, is he coach of the year nationally? I, I don't know. I look. I would have. I would put him in the conversation. I don't see. I how, would too. I don't see how you can't put him in the conversation. I know they were yeah, not. They were not. Look, the, like, David. I know they football ranking. I know they didn't you know, play. I know they didn't play um, North Carolina. They didn't play Florida State. True. They didn't play Clemson. But you're ten and one. I know. Ten and one's ten and one, man. And you weren't supposed to be ten and one. And if I'm Kentucky, you better take that serious. You better. Uh-huh. I mean, I know Kentucky's had uh-huh. Louisville's number, but this year I think Kentucky, the way Kentucky's football's been, they better they better be ready for Louisville. Well, I don't know what how that game will turn out, but but ABC and uh, you know Channel Eleven is going to have the game <laughs> Saturday. Kentucky can salvage their season here. The fan yeah. base can feel good about themselves if they can upset Louisville. Yeah. And Louisville would be crushed. Louisville fan is now going to be crushed. I don't remember the last time Louisville beat Kentucky. It's been a while. I don't remember that either. But I will say yeah. this. Louisville fan will be crushed if they don't win this game and keep their, keep their hopes alive. Now, look, they're probably not going to make the Final Four. That's but true. if I'm Louisville and I'm Jeff Brom, I'm telling my guys, look, make it difficult on the committee. Go out here and yeah. beat Kentucky by two touchdowns. Beat Florida State and Charlotte. It it really hurts Louisville that Jordan Travis of Florida State got hurt. 
Because oh, if, they, if they could yeah, beat Jordan Florida Travis, State I mean, with I heard Jordan that Travis, going down, I thought I bet, I bet Florida State still did manage to win, right? Yeah, well, they won it. Well, they were playing North Alabama, right? North Alabama, but to be down early in that game, though, that you know. But if Louisville had beaten down, Florida that, State mm-hmm. with a healthy Jordan Travis, they would have a much better argument at twelve and one uh, right. to be one of those one team, one loss teams that gets in the playoff. But let's be honest. Georgia's going to get in. Right. Unless Georgia loses to Georgia Tech and Alabama. I don't think that would happen, though. Georgia's going to get Georgia in. Tech. Even if they lose to Alabama, I think they're getting in. Yeah. Michigan-Ohio State winner's getting in. Washington-Oregon right. winner is going to get in. Mm-hmm. That's going to be right. a rematch in the uh, in the uh, big uh, Pac-12 championship game. Pac-12, yeah. The last Pac-12. <laughs> and, and right now, Florida State's getting in. All they got to do is beat Florida and Louisville. Now that's, that's true. Those that's not going to be easy without Jordan Travis. But who who can Louisville jump ahead of? Texas? I don't know. Alabama? I don't know. What if Alabama wins the? Uh, they're going to beat Auburn. What if they beat Georgia in the SEC championship game? Do we get to the spot again where we got two SEC teams in the Final Four? I know you, it's th- possible. you would think go ahead and have those two play in that when you have the two games Saturday, don't have them in the final because, you know, we've already, yeah. we already seen Georgia and Alabama, right? Right. And I would think go ahead and put Georgia-Alabama when you play the four games. And then you got and Texas, plays, and then you got Texas you know, complaining. Have, Texas would say, wait a minute, we beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa about 10 points in September. Nobody remembers yeah. that because it's November, but that's exactly what happened. What if Texas wins out? What if they Okay. Uh, beat Oklahoma uh, in the rematch in the uh, in the Big Twelve championship game. Then they've got a, they've got an argument that look we've got one loss and we beat Alabama head to head at their place. Yeah. So Louisville's got it's a long shot to get in the playoff. But what would kill Louisville fan is if Kentucky right, beat them. Kentucky this that would week. kill the Louisville fans. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. Oh yeah, and it should because they're oh, yeah. right now they're by far the better team. Yeah. Thank you, David. Appreciate the call as sure. always. Sure thing. Yeah, Louisville, look, 38-31 over Miami. You had to go to Miami, and you had a win at a place that you never won before. Never. In the history of the program. For the Schnellenberger Trophy, for the, those, those bronze boots, they had to do what they'd never done in the history of the program. Win at Miami. And it took a late touchdown pass, 58 yards to Kevin Coleman, where two defensive backs collided and basically knocked each other out of the game. They hit each other so hard. 58 yards. Uh, Coleman just jaunters down the sideline with 417 to play. It was a great game. Very entertaining game. Louisville for the second week in a row trailed going into the fourth quarter. There is something magical about this team. I like their defense, even though they gave up 31 points this weekend. Jack Plummer, he's been told, you don't have to win the game. Don't lose the game. You don't have to be great. Well, he was great. 24 of 37, 308, three touchdowns, one pick. I think if you're Jeff Brown, you take that every single week. Jawar Jordan still nursing that leg injury. Garendo comes in, 
15 carries, 93 yards, and a touchdown. He was an absolute man. Four receivers, four, had at least 50 yards receiving, including Nate Kariski. Nate Kariski, come on down. Backup, third string, tight end, maybe. He was, the opening drive, he was the offense. It was just another little something in the playbook that, you know what, we're in week 11 here, let's add something. How about how about Nate Kariski, tight end? Okay. Who went to Jeff Brom? And I think I know the answer to this, but I'm not going to say it because I'll look biased. Who went to Jeff Brom and said, you know what, at this tight end, uh, I know I know we got other tight ends, but this Kariski guy, I think he can make some plays for us this week. And did Jeff Brom laugh? Did he go, what are you talking about? Whoever it was was right. He made big play. He had 50 yards catching, mostly on that first drive. Ah, and you're in the ACC title game, all right? You're in the ACC title game. Carolina lost to Clemson, didn't matter. Once you beat Miami, you didn't have to wait. There's There are two ways to get into this thing. Beat Miami, or if you lose to Miami, then hope you get help from somebody else. Well, you got the help, but it feels much better that you didn't need the help. You did it yourself, and you still only got one loss. I know it's revisionist history here, but what if they'd beaten a bad pit team? What if you'd beaten a bad pit team? I think you're going to move ahead of Missouri tomorrow night in the rankings, even though Missouri won Missouri probably should have lost. They beat Florida 33-31 at home. Took a long bomb toward the end of the game to get in field goal range to win that game. Uh, I think Louisville moves ahead of Missouri to number nine in the rankings this week. Everybody won this week. One, two, three, all the way down to ten. Top ten all won. Now, number 11 lost, but they lost to number five, Washington over Oregon State by two. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, all won. 18 lost. That was Tennessee losing to Georgia. Getting trucked by Georgia, by the way. The only ranked team that lost this weekend to a unranked opponent was North Carolina. Lost to Clemson, 31-20. <coughs> Utah lost, but they lost to a, a team ranked higher than them. That's a great week. Great week of college football. Uh, Texter says, I'm a Louisville fan. Back to basketball, by the way. I'm a Louisville fan. Trying my hardest to believe the light went on for the card yesterday, but the stat that bothers me is that Texas went two for 17 from three. Will Louisville be emotionally set for a game today after that gut punch, or are they just used to it? And I agree, Jay Williams is awful. Great college basketball games this evening, and it just happens to be during the Super Bowl rematch tonight. It's only November. I'm watching football. Yeah, I got the Bellarmine game, but I'm going to rush home and watch the last three quarters of that football game. I am. Kansas City and Philadelphia. In Kansas City, there have been 10 Super Bowl rematches the next season. Eight times the team that won the Super Bowl won the rematch. Kansas City, by the way, is a slight favorite tonight. Two and a half 
at home over the Philadelphia Eagles. For the record, I like the Eagles tonight, plus the points. Take a break. Come back with more Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. John Spears for M&M Cartage. You see those trucks riding down the road with the M&M Cartage sign? You could be a driver or work as a mechanic on one of those trucks. For 45 years, M&M Cartage has been a locally family-owned transportation company, and they're currently hiring those drivers and mechanics. To join their team, go online to mmcartage.com to apply. Headquartered in Louisville with locations in Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Morristown, Tennessee, and Detroit. That's mmcartage.com to apply. In high school sports, there are some things more important than winning. Like helping student-athletes build character, become better people, and prepare for life. I'm Brian Lewis. And I'm Chris Kaufman. We're both assistant commissioners of the IHSAA. And we believe the purpose of high school sports is much greater than what the scoreboard says. It's about teaching. It's about growth. It's about developing the whole person, not just the athlete. That's our number one priority. Every sport, every student-athlete, every day. Let's champion what we believe in, like learning, like character, like integrity. If you support the mission of high school sports and the life lessons they teach, then buy a ticket to your high school's athletic events. Join us in being a champion of high school sports. This is what we do. This is what we believe. This is your IHSAA. Overdraft fees? More like no overdraft fees. With a simple access checking account from Republic Bank, you don't have to worry about overdraft fees because there are none. But there's more. Simple access checking may allow you to access your direct deposit up to two business days early and gives you the convenience of a Republic Bank MasterCard debit card. Learn more at republicbank.com simple. It's just easier here. Member FDIC. Kratz Sporting Goods is Southern Indiana's team sports specialist and is your local Adidas team product dealer. Kratz specializes in outfitting your team, organization, club, or business in apparel, hard goods, and accessories from Adidas and many others. Kratz offers fundraising opportunities for your team, organization, or club through online web stores. Let our friendly staff get you started today by calling 812-282-5400 or visit and shop at our website at kratzsports.com. A three-carat lab-grown diamond for just $599? A two-carat lab-grown for only $299? A one-carat lab-grown diamond for just $99? It's not a mistake. It's Genesis Diamond's unbelievable lab-grown Black Friday sale. That's right. This weekend, Genesis is offering deals absolutely no one can touch. So you can put the ring of her dreams on her finger and get the deal of your dreams at the same time. Other stores are charging $10,000 for three-carat lab-grown diamonds. But at Genesis, it's just $5.99. Their two-carat lab-grown diamonds are over $4,000. But the Genesis price is just $2.99. And their one-carat lab-growns are $1,500. But you can get a one-carat lab-grown at Genesis for just $99. This offer is not too good to be true, but it is limited to the first 150 customers with the purchase of one of Genesis' exclusive settings. Imagine proposing to the love of your life with a stunning three-carat certified lab-grown diamond. Any shape showcased in a -a one-of-a-kind setting. Don't miss Genesis Diamond's lab-grown Black Friday event this weekend including Sunday, Shelbyville Road Plaza. See store for details. 
The plumbers, pipe fitters, welders, and HVAC technicians of Local 502's commitment to excellence can be seen in our community every day. The KFC Yum Center, Ford Motor Company, and the Omni Hotel are just a few examples of their professional craftsmanship. Local 502 has been part of our community for over a century and invests over $1 million annually training skilled local workers. Members of Local 502 are your friends, neighbors, and children's coaches. For more information, go to lu502.com. Local 502, built on excellence, building a better tomorrow. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment on this Monday. Tony Burke will join me in studio tomorrow and maybe even Wednesday. Three-day week here. We'll get our picks into you. I'll get the six-pack to you on Wednesday. Early, early week. We got some. Wow. I don't know what I'm going to OD on this weekend. Turkey and mashed potatoes or – I hate dressing, by the way. Turkey and mashed potatoes or – football i don't know friday looks unbelievable and there's some bag iowa nebraska over under 28 26 and a half that will now become the lowest over under in the history of college football gambling iowa has gone under the total in the last two years last year and this year 12 times 12 times They've gone under the total. And that is when the total's 30 or 30 or less. There's one other team that's done it six times in that span. I don't know who that team is for the record. That's crazy, though. The uh, M&M Cardinals hotline, we're going to close that down for the day. Thornton's text line still open, 502-414-1450. Texer says, Jock Sutherland coached Lafayette and Harrison County. Before that, his team wasn't the first district runner-up to win it all. Okay. Again, I don't do a lot of research for this show. Just a little. Tony Burke points out that the Maui Classic was moved to Honolulu uh, because of all the, um, the horrible fires in Maui uh, this past summer. So they had to move it to Honolulu. The Maui Classic, uh, Maui Invitational, Tennessee-Syracuse, followed by Purdue-Gonzaga, followed by Kansas and Chaminade, the host school. By the way, Kansas is a 42-point favorite in that game. Chaminade hasn't played a game yet. And UCLA-Marquette, 11-30 on the deuce tonight. I'm in. I'm not going to get a nap today because I got Bellarmine basketball tonight, but I'm going to try to watch at least the first half of UCLA and Marquette. I don't know if I'll make it. Texture says, what do you figure the record is for U of L if Satterfield coaches this roster? Six and five question mark. Cincinnati's three and eight, by the way, remember when he left for Cincinnati and Cincinnati thought, Oh man, look who we got. We got Took this guy away from Louisville. Louisville fans could not have been happier. Not only that Jeff Brown was going to be the guy they went after and that would eventually come here, they were excited about that. Sure, they were just happy to get rid of this dude. He got mad when Kentucky players did the L's down. Who cares? Why do you? You're the coach. Don't get <laughs> beat them. Play better. Don't go over and challenge the other coach. Hey, what's with this uh, L's down thing? Do a little research. They've been doing it for years, dude. They're three and eight. 
They lost to a bad West Virginia team last week by three touchdowns. Home finale for Cincinnati this weekend. They get the number 25 Kansas Jayhawks coming in. So I feel like three and nine for Sats' first year in Cincinnati. How's that honeymoon going, Bearcat fans? Oh, God. All right, uh, Michigan State 24, Indiana 21. I watched as little of this game as I could while still being interested in it. (sighs) Yeah. Look, Tom Allen's gone. I hate to break it to you. Look, if, if if the, if the product was exciting, if fans were still showing up at Memorial stadium, maybe you make some sort of case to say, look, he had a couple of good years. These been a couple of down years. He'll bounce back. You can't do that now. And you got to try to make a splash. Southern Cal, UCLA, Oregon, Washington, they're coming into the conference. It's not going to get easier. Just like Kentucky and the SEC with Oklahoma and Texas, it's not going to get easier with these teams coming in. You got to make a splash. And I don't know what coach that would be a splash would want to come to Bloomington. That's the hard part. That's the hard part. Where do you go to find somebody that is going to make a difference? Uh, I had a coach tell me this a long time ago. When you fire your coach, you better know who your next coach is before you make that move. Because if you don't, whether it's a baseball manager uh, in, in Major League Baseball, whether it's an NFL coach, it doesn't matter. You better know who your next coach is. Because if you don't, it might not be better. All right, this weekend of college football, I, I, I mean – I'm going to OD here. I'm going to, I'll be, I'll have turkey all over my chest, sitting in my recliner. By the way, we got football tomorrow. If you want some action, there's football tomorrow. Thursday, the Egg Bowl, Mississippi, Mississippi State. The game is in Starkville. Ole Miss is an 11-point favorite on the road, 11 and a half on the road. Mississippi State stinks. They're terrible. But it's the Egg Bowl. I always like taking points in these rivalry games. That's not going to be part of the six-pack, I'll tell you that. Because Mississippi State is (laughs) – here's how bad they are. They lost at home to Kentucky. There you go. I know that's mean-spirited, but it had to be said. Iowa-Nebraska noon on CBS on Friday. 26 and a half is the over-under. And by the way, Matt Rule and the Nebraska Cornhuskers are one-point favorites over the 9 and 2 16th-ranked Hawkeyes. What does that tell you? Vegas is telling you to bet on Nebraska if you want to win money. 9 and 2. They are going to be in the Big Ten championship game against Ohio State or Michigan. Think about that. Yikes. Ah, TCU in Oklahoma, noon on Fox on Friday. Friday's just going to be a recovery day anyway. It's just going to be a recovery day. 4 o'clock Friday, Missouri and Arkansas in Fayetteville. 
Again, Missouri's ranked ninth. I think they're going to be ranked 10th this week uh, after the new college football playoff rankings come out. They are seven-and-a-half-point favorites at Arkansas, and the Hogs have not been good this year. It looks like easy pickings. It's not. It's not. ABC Friday night, Texas Tech in Texas. Now, that one is in Austin. The Longhorns are 13-and-a-half-point favorites. Again, if they, they still have aspirations of a national uh, a, a college football playoff. They do. And they should, because if Georgia beats Alabama, Alabama's out, right? Michigan, Ohio State, if one team dominates the other, and by the way, Michigan is favored by three and a half in that game, then the other team is out. Right now, Brett McMurphy Bowl Projections has Louisville, Ohio State in the Orange Bowl, and Ohio State would be a 13 and a half point favorite over Louisville. Kentucky's still slated to play Duke, and ironically, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Yikes. Uh, NBC, NBC, it feels like somebody somebody conned NBC because they've got these Saturday night Big Ten games. Who was it this week? It was Ohio State and Minnesota. It's Penn State, Michigan State Friday night. Penn State's a 20-point favorite on the road. Uh, and then the uh, Civil War, Oregon State, Oregon, 8.30 on Fox Friday night. That's a great game. Oregon State let me down this week. They were favored over Washington. They couldn't get it done. Lost by two. Um, Oregon's playing as good as anybody not named Georgia. They're playing as good as anybody not named Georgia. Michigan finally struggled this week. Uh, they only beat Maryland by a touchdown. Ohio State, they've been mailing in these games for a while now. I don't know how good they are. Oregon's been unbelievable. They've Ever since they lost in Seattle to Washington, they've killed everybody. Uh, they are 13.5-point favorites at home against Oregon State. And then Saturday, of course, Kentucky and Louisville play at noon. Ohio State and Michigan play at noon. Uh, unfortunately, I'll be on the road to West Virginia. Mountain Mountain Mama, take me home, Country Row. Bellarmine and West Virginia play Sunday, 5 o'clock. I think our bus leaves at noon Saturday. Uh, now, there's TVs on the bus, so hopefully the Kentucky-Louisville game will be on the TV on the bus. I'm sure it will be. You won't be checking out the foliage uh, no. in West Virginia? Well, I checked out the foliage in uh, uh, going to Bowling Green, Ohio this past week. So I'm, oh, okay. I'm foliaged out. Good, good question, though, Gary. You're, oh, it's gorgeous this time of year. It's gorgeous. And I'm sure it'll be gorgeous on the way to Morgantown. But uh, anyway, Indiana-Purdue noon, Big Ten Network. Purdue is a two-and-a-half-point favorite there, by the way. Um, so my noon is taken care of. There will be a football game. Now, here's the thing. You're traveling with Bellarmine's coaches. If there's a basketball game on, they'll put that on. And it doesn't matter who it is. If it's a former opponent, if it's an upcoming opponent, it'll be on. And I'll be going, uh, excuse me, Kentucky and Louisville are playing football? Could we maybe, oh, I don't know, put that one on? Uh, we will continue this riveting conversation tomorrow. Tony Burke will join me in studio. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. <laughs>